Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is the final segment of the day. If I'm honest, uh, th- this political stuff gets me real excited. I wish I could go on for another few hours, uh, but I'm going to do what I can to cram all the rest of this great stuff into the last 10 minutes of the show. Before we get into it, I want to invite you to join Doug Wright and Steve Sales uh, for the KSL Movie Show on Friday, March 6th from 9 to noon at Megaplex Theaters at Legacy Crossing in Centerville. Okay, uh, that box is checked. Next box is Mayor Jackie Biskupski. She and I spoke over the phone uh, for a while this morning. I talked about a a number of things with the former mayor as she uh, was voicing her support for uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, who's running, of course, as you know, for president as a Democrat uh, on the, the like running to the left. Right. She's uh, she's more uh, on the, the Bernie side of things. Well, I talked to uh, Mayor Biskupski about uh, an interesting circumstance which has developed over the past 24 hours. Uh, there was a poll taken uh, by Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics, a Scott Rasmussen poll. And that showed that uh, the front runner here in the state of Utah, and we'll see if that bears uh, tonight as we get the results. But Bernie Sanders uh, has a pretty healthy lead here in the state of Utah. And then the rest of the candidates fall in uh, behind that. Now, two of the candidates who participated in that poll, or rather uh, two of the candidates whose names were options as likely Democrat voters in the primary today were asked who they would like to see uh, in the White House, or at least receive the party's nomination. Uh, two of the choices, Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar, they are now out of the race. So I asked Mayor Biskupski who she thought would be the second choice for uh, the those uh Former now, now former supporters of Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar, I asked her if she thought that that support would turn towards uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I think a majority of it will be part of uh, what we learned was that a second choice for many of those voters was Elizabeth Warren. And so I think you will see a big shift. The other thing everyone needs to realize is Joe, Bernie, and Elizabeth are all battling still for 1,900 delegates in this race. So it's really a neck-and-neck race between the three of them. Translation, I don't know either. So uh, there's another question I asked her, and it dealt with uh, Senator Warren's uh, character and her attitudes and her philosophies that would specifically be of uh, benefit to folks here in the state of Utah. You know, Warren has about a dozen plans out there that will really help us address big issues like the climate crisis and really bring that to a screeching halt. She also has plans to protect our public lands, which is so important to me. I was one of the people who filed 
an amicus brief as mayor on on the shrinking of Bears Ears and Grand Staircase Escalante monuments. And so her her attention to those monuments and her desire to implement strategic plans that will halt the climate crisis are really important to us here. We are a state that is warming at twice the global rate, and we absolutely have to have a president who is paying attention to this issue and will deliver on a way to help bring change and keep us from going off this cliff that we're taking a look at today. The next uh, bit I discussed with uh, Mayor Boskupski uh, elaborated on that idea of climate uh, change and the attitude held by Senator Warren regarding the climate here in the state of Utah. Yeah, you know, she has always had a very progressive vision around these issues, and she is somebody who will get the Green Deal done. She also is one of those candidates that is smart enough. I mean, she's the most well-prepared to clean up after the Trump administration. I, I When I was speaking with Mayor Boskupski, I realized something, and it was that we had seen so many of the candidates for president on the Democrat side uh, visit here, uh, us in the state of Utah, in the midst of uh, Utah's first uh, appearance in Super on Super Tuesday. And I asked uh, if, if that meant anything, if there is any message that uh, voters here in the state of Utah should take away from uh, folks like Senator uh, Sanders. Uh, Joe, well, uh, Sanders, Bloomberg, uh, Buttigieg, and Klobuchar, all of them having visited Utah in the past little while. And yet uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren really hasn't been here to visit us in the state of Utah since April of last year. Yeah, you know, Warren has a presence here, though. She's had people on the ground uh, at least since that time. And, you know, we, we know that there is organized effort here. Um, I, I can't fault her for not coming back. It is hard as a candidate to visit, but she has been here within the last year. And I think people need to remember that. And that pretty much concluded my conversation with the former mayor. I'm grateful to, to her as well as all of the other candidates we have had here on the airwaves uh, today. Uh, I, I told you that I was going to have some voicemails ready to play for you. Uh, and if I'm honest, I'm trying to work through uh, some technical issues here on this end. I want uh, you to be able to voice uh, your preferences here on the, the program. Let me try something. Uh, this being coming from a, a listener standing in support of uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I voted for Bernie Sanders because it's just common sense. We spend $50 trillion over 10 years in the health care system we have now. His would cost $30 trillion. Let's make taxpayer money work for the taxpayers and not corporate America. Outstanding. Let's move through these pretty quickly, Gustavo, if you could help me. How about number two? You know, this whole concept of the Democrats need to run a mo- moderate candidate is a farce. Hillary Clinton was a moderate centrist candidate. And look what we got. Bernie Sanders is our only hope. 
These are voicemails that I've solicited throughout the program today. I'm grateful to all those who have sent them in, uh, and we're playing them uh, unfiltered. As long as the, the language is clean, uh, we will allow you to, to come on our airwaves and make a pitch for your candidate. Uh, Gustavo, number three, please. You know, we love Bernie Sanders because he sees what we see in the corporate greed, what our Republican legislators did to Prop 2, how they lie to us about really how much we spend in health care, which is $50 trillion over 10 years, instead of 30 under Bernie's plan that covers everybody. He talks common sense to us and not propaganda from corporate media that is just killing and brainwashing people. It's got to stop. Why do you think lobbyists are still in Congress? I, I, I think one gentleman may have sent us a few voicemails there. Uh, let's move on to, to number uh, to number four, please. This one in support of Bloomberg. I voted for Mike Bloomberg. He has a lot to say, plus he has a nice way about himself. Uh, next one, please. I waited till today to vote because I just couldn't choose between Bloomberg and Biden. I decided to go with Biden because I think he can beat Trump and because I don't know what I was thinking all along. It's Joe Biden. Yay, go Joe Biden. Uh, and to wrap it up, number six, please. I'm a longtime independent since 1992. I was a Republican before that. Last Wednesday, I re-registered with the Republican Party in order to vote for Bill Weld. Bill Weld is a, an honorable man of high integrity. Those characteristics would be... Uh, be really nice to have in the White House again after uh, this prolonged absence. Outstanding. Uh, listen, let me just extend my thanks to you for both listening to today's program. It's been exciting to broadcast here live from the Marmalade branch of the Salt Lake City Library System. It's a wonderful facility, and today is doubling as a polling location. Uh, Vote.utah.gov is the website. I want you to make your way over there, type in your address, find the nearest polling location, and tonight before 8 p.m., get out there and use your constitutionally granted right to vote. Participate in this system. It'll make it better. I can assure you of that. That's it for today's broadcast. Again, grateful to you. We'll be back tomorrow with analysis.